Okay, we should be recording. Take a sip here. Ooh, that makes a lot of echo. A little more than I would like. I'm going to have to be careful of that. Here we go. All right, it has been since, let me check. Uh, how do I go to my own page? When did I post this? May, May 28th, 2018. It is now August 12th, 2018. Welcome to the new Anchor-itis. Uh, it's been a while, right? Um, it's been a while, number one, since I've recorded anything, and also number two, that this show, or whatever you want to call it, has been called Anchoritis. It's been, well, when was the last actual thing I posted as Anchoritis? Uh, let's see. Do-do-do-do-do. Anchor 3.0 Thoughts. Untitled Health Show. Uh, January 1st. So, I, I mean, it it looks like the last thing that I put as Anchoritis was September 29th, 2017. Um, I made a change to this channel to just be a little bit more focused on me. And I think that's probably the right decision. But after talking to Mr. Kevin Touch for a while, uh, a couple days ago, I just I began to realize how much I really enjoyed the name anchoritis um whether or not i enjoyed the format that i was using that's a completely different story but i really did enjoy the name so i think i'm going to keep it i think i'm going to lean into it i think that i'm i'm trying to find a way to turn the anchoritis name into something that could live a little bit beyond anchor though that was one of my concerns is it seems like I'm very trapped then on this platform with that name. Even though that's never the case, I can always change the name again. Who cares? Who cares? No one cares. I care. That's it. But um, I don't think so because I think what I've landed on is this idea of the, this sounds very pretentious, so get ready, the exploration of ideas. Um, and so the anchor kind of, plays into that whole theme of exploration and that it doesn't have to be any heady ideas it doesn't have to be something so uh, theological or psychological or anything like that it can be something like what we're going to talk about today which is some really light fun and nerdy things so right now I have uh, bringing my laptop a little closer I have a uh little blurb about the show that says, uh, drop your anchor here for a podcast about the exploration of ideas. It's a podcast that isn't about pirates, but rather about life, creativity, motivation, and sometimes some really nerdy stuff. And I really like, I like that because that kind of encapsulates a lot of the stuff I like to talk about. Occasionally I want to talk about something really nerdy that maybe we didn't talk about on my other channel or, you know, a lot of times, and I know if you've been following this, this feed for a while, I talk a lot about creativity and a lot about motivation and health and working out and fitness and, you know, just really anything that's on my mind at the time. And, you know, for a while I thought that wasn't going to be an, enough of a niche, 
a lot of podcasts are really about their niche. And I don't really have one niche. I have a lot of things that I could probably start a podcast about Lego. I'm I'm a big Lego enthusiast. I'm an AFOL. I'm an adult fan of Lego. <laughs> um, and I have a pretty neat collection. I, um, I'm into gaming. I could probably start a podcast about gaming. Um, and we're going to talk a little bit about that today. I'm into podcasting. I'm into creating YouTube videos. I'm into editing. I'm into audio. There are a lot of things that I could probably force into some kind of niche. And every time I think about doing that, though, I just really feel limited in what I can do. So I want this space to really be free. And I want this space to be uh, somewhere where I can go to talk about whatever's on my mind. And sometimes that can be some really deep things, sort of. Sometimes that can be something very light, like today. So that's it. That's that's basically the new anchor-itis. Um, this is going to be episode number one. I'm going to start numbering them too because I really I want to get a good catalog going. And I haven't really worked on being consistent with this show. But I'm going to talk to you a little bit about the steps I'm taking to make this more consistently. And I think currently I'm going to start at an episode a week and we'll see how that goes. There are a lot of podcasts out there to listen to. And I feel like in the beginning of Anchor, it felt very important to post every day. But now, since it's really turned into a a podcasting platform, then, you know, people have other podcasts to get to. And I get that. I do too. Sorry, I just burped off mic. Um, man, that stinks. Uh, what's new with Anchoritis? And that's it. This is the new Anchoritis. This is us getting off on the right, on the right foot. Um, and I just wanted to record something pretty quick, maybe 30 minutes, maybe less to just talk about a few things. So where have I been? Um, good question. I've been here. Um, I've been listening to a lot of the stuff that you guys have been creating, to be completely honest. Um, I subscribe to a lot of a lot of you through a podcast app. Um, I listen. I haven't been listening a ton on the actual Anchor app, but I've been there listening through other platforms and whatnot. And I've really been following the change and the evolution that Anchor has has had. So I don't feel super disconnected in that in that regard. I feel like I have a pretty good idea of what direction anchor is going and i agree with that direction and i think it's needed and i think it'll be good for the community as a whole and i really hope that i can jump on this and and kind of get back to where we were before i took this hiatus um a couple of new things then and the thing that's going to help me become a little more consistent with this type of content is we've just moved. We moved uh, in June. We actually technically we moved in July, but we sold our other house in June and we moved. And so I have a space in this new house that is about double the size that I had before. And what that is going to allow me to do is have a little bit more space to set up a an actual space to create things like this permanently a place where I have the microphone set up here with the recording um, 
apparatus. I don't know what you call this, the little mixing board slash recorder. And I have arms for the pod for the podcasting mics that you can just pick up and move over. And I have a very nice uh, table from Ikea that was only 60 bucks. And it's just plain. And I set it up here. I have the mics on it. I have a laptop on it. And so this space is really going to be able to, I'm just going to, I'm going to be able to just sit down and click record on something. And then I have the laptop right next to me and I can pop the SD card in it and I can upload right to Anchor from there. So these are probably not going to be very highly edited. Uh, they will be very raw. And if I burp into the mic like I did just earlier and say that it's gross, um, I'm probably going to have to leave it in. So, oh well. Um, but this really gives me a place that I feel, I feel very creative in here. Like I come in here and I just kind of, like this is probably one of my favorite spaces that I've had in a very long time. Um, and if you would like to see it, um, I would recommend you go to my Instagram. Instagram is Aaronander. That's A-A-R-O-N-A-N-D-E-R. That's kind of an old gamer tag and stuff that I've used for a long time. But I will post pictures there if you would like to see them. Not sure if Anchor still has the feature where you can put links in. I will check on that when I upload this. If so, open up your phone right now. Click on that, and it'll take you to the Instagram. I may not have full pictures of the entire studio is what I'm calling it. <laughs> studio. I may not have pictures of that up completely yet, but I'm working on it. So give me just give me a minute, okay? Be patient. Be patient. So I have a space now. I have an area, and I mean, I had space before, but it was really taken up a lot with, you know, I had shelves on the walls for some of my Lego sets, and I had a nice desk, and that was really all I could have in there. There's no place in that house that I could set up a permanent podcasting area, and now I have it, and it just feels so right, but it's also multi-purpose, too. Um, I can work at this desk um, on my laptop. I can... Uh, build on this desk. I can push all the mics back and I have a nice building area for whenever I get a new set to add to the collection. I have an area I can do that. I have a television in here that I can Chromecast some stuff to. I can play music through it and it just, it's a great space. It really, really is. Um, I'm really happy with it. There's a couple of things I still need to do. It's, it's never going to be done per se because the type of person I am is I'm always trying to upgrade and change and I love rearranging I've already done it once and I'm already looking at my desk and thinking I could probably put that somewhere else <laughs> uh drives my wife crazy but she loves it she even likes it in here she says she comes in here and it's just like wow this is this is great this is probably my favorite space anyway so that's why I really feel like I am ready to jump back into this I have not been um I've not been stressing myself out about it, you know? I haven't been creating anything. I mean, I've been, there's some stuff in the works, but I haven't really been publishing anything yet. And so this is my push. This is my time to get back into the game. And I'm very, very excited to get back into it in this new space. I feel rejuvenated. I feel ready. Um, and I'm honestly just going to focus on creating things that I want to create. And I'm not worried too much about the analytics and I'm not worried too much about if people are listening because this is really primarily for me I'm sorry I know that other people create things for other people but this is really for me and that's what Anchoritis is it's a name I came up with it's a show I started and it's about the things that I like and that seems really selfish but hey 
if you like the same things and you want to join in, I'll be right here and I'll be very happy to, uh, to have you listen. But if not, if this isn't your cup of tea, see ya. All right. So that's, that's pretty much the, the first few things I want to talk about. Uh, let's see, where are we at right now? We're at about 12 minutes. So that's perfect. Um, so the, this first episode here is not going to be very heady. That was just an update on what is going on. But the second thing I wanted to talk about is competitive gaming. Um, this is a topic we'll probably come back to a lot as things happen, but I am sure by now you have all heard about the the, the wonderful game that is Fortnite. Um, mm, I got some opinions on Fortnite that I wanted to share with you. So this is one of those times where it's going to be about some nerdy things. So buckle up if uh, gaming and other types of things aren't your cup of tea. Feel free to tune out. But I think even if it's not your cup of tea, there's some things that you should know about about this scene that I think might be helpful. So stick around if you can. So competitive gaming, it's actually been something I haven't gotten into very much. I'm not a super competitive person. I really I enjoy having fun right? That's primarily with my game. I like two things. I like having fun and I love a good story. A good story will get me wrapped into a game more than anything else, but also it needs to be fun. It needs to be engaging. And so my problem with some of these competitive games and specifically Fortnite is, in my opinion, they're not fun. (laughs) They're just not. Uh, I am 32 years old now and wow. Um, I feel like an old person, I think, for the first time when it comes to games. Um, because, sorry, I'm trying to fix my mic stand here. It's moving a little more. Sorry, that sounds horrible. Um, but because Fortnite stresses me out. Um, I actually started playing PUBG, PlayerUnknown's Battlegrounds, for those of you who don't know. And that's a battle royale. If you're, you've played Fortnite, then you have essentially played PUBG. It is a man, it's a mirror clone. I mean, other than the art style, the gameplay is very, very similar. I guess it might, Fortnite might be a little bit easier in my mind. But anyway, um, PUBG is a little more on the realistic side, I guess, sort of, uh, if you, you can call it that. But I played PUBG for a while. Um, was really getting into it. It's kind of around the beta days. I was getting into it. I was like, man, this is, you know, this is kind of fun. I like the, I like the idea of having a slower paced game where you really got to think things through and a match can last anywhere between 20 and 30 minutes, you know, things like that. But, um, I noticed I was getting very nervous when I was getting down to, or really just whenever I started, I was just automatically, my nerves were just dialed up and on edge. Um, and so I started thinking, oh, I need to play with someone because that will help lighten it up. And it did. You know, I played with one of my friends um, for a couple matches and I was like, yeah, that was fun. We should keep doing that. So he agreed. So we jumped on a couple more days and we were playing and getting a little bit better. And we had never won a match yet. I had never won one. Um, and so I was kind of getting to the point where I'm like, man, I'd like to I'd like to win. So we got all the way down and you, you go through 100 people. And once you are the last one standing, you win. And so I was playing doubles with this guy and we got all the way to the last one. And it was, we were, I mean, I was, I was stressed. I was just on edge. I was, my palms were sweating. It was that bad. And, uh, we got down to that last guy and I actually got the last shot and killed him. Um, in fact, I think my teammate was down at that point. I think he had gotten him, I don't know, Troik, 
correct me if I'm wrong, if you're listening to this, but, um, so we got them, you know, the winner, winner chicken dinner came up and man, yeah, I, it was great. I felt like, yes, that was awesome, dude. That was so cool. And, you know, we celebrated for a bit and I was like, wow, that was fun. We should do this again. And he was like, yeah, we should. And then I was like, okay, I got to jump off. And guys, I have not played PUBG since. And that has literally been about a year. Um, what happened after that is, of course, Fortnite started gaining popularity. And so I jumped on that. It's a free-to-play game, which is cool. Um, free-to-play games are sometimes great, sometimes not so much. But um, this one, I was like, yeah, it's worth a shot to play because it's free. So I jumped on there and you know, ended up having the exact same feelings playing Fortnite. And I don't think I've ever won a game of Fortnite because then that involves building as well. And if you're, man, I just, the time I'd have to put into it to get to get good at building would be bad. So I know what some people are thinking now. Oh, you don't like these games because you're not good at them. Eh, yeah, maybe, maybe. But I, what, what I want to focus in on is I don't like the feeling. I don't like that stressed out, anxious, palm sweating gameplay. I don't. And so I just, I played Fortnite for a little while, was getting those same feelings back, and I was just like, ooh, I don't know. Then it came out on Nintendo Switch, and I thought, you know, that would be kind of cool to play that mobile. Like, if I'm out somewhere, that might be kind of cool. And so I loaded that up and thinking, okay, this will probably feel different. No, no, still still felt the same, still had that anxious feeling. And um, thought maybe, you know, maybe I'm just too sensitive about it. But um, I was talking to somebody who was a little bit younger. I think he's about 10 or so. And, of course, they're playing Fortnite all the time. And um, I asked them, I was like, okay, so don't you feel a little anxious? Don't you feel worried? Don't you feel like your heart's just beating faster when you're playing? And I thought maybe, you know, it's just me. I'm old. I get anxious about things. I need to... I need to meditate more or do some more yoga. <laughs> but, you know, the kid came back with like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's that's the feeling that we all get. And I was like, don't you don't you hate that? That kind of I don't like it. And he says, no, that's the fun part. Like feeling that way. That's what keeps people coming back. Mind blown. <laughs> I don't get it. I, for the first time, I was like, OK, I don't get it. Because I thought maybe it was just me, you know. But it feels like there's people chasing this feeling of anxiousness and anxiety and stress. And that's so weird. Because there's enough stress and anxiety and feelings like that in my own life that I don't need. I don't need, the, I don't need a game to artificially amp that up. I can, I can do that all by myself. And that is a feeling that most of your adult life you try to run away from you don't try to chase it and that was so weird to me that there would be people who would not only i mean i thought that it would be i thought that it would be oh no you're aaron you're just crazy like we don't feel that way we're just having fun but it's like no 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 we all feel that way and we love it we chase after it because then when you do pull off a win it does feel that much better and i remember that feeling in pubg where, yes, I was stressed to the max, and I was so worried, especially when we got down to the last guy, just shaking. And then when you win, it's just this immediate high where you're just, it's so great. 
but at what cost? And I think that unless you're so good at the game, then you're going to spend a lot of your days being very stressed out. Very. Um, But I don't think that's all competitive gaming, but that's specifically right now, that's a big game in the competitive scene. Um, but another one that is, is fairly big still is Overwatch. Um, and I have played Overwatch a lot. I played Overwatch the day that it launched, uh, maybe like a week or so after it launched. Um, cause I waited on a couple of reviews to make sure I'd like it, but I played Overwatch from, from a, around the launch time till even now I was just playing it this morning. Um, and I like Overwatch because number one, it does not feel as stressful, um, you can just get in and have a bunch of fun because there's so many different heroes and stuff like that. But I'm not playing that competitively. It is a competitive game, but it's not the same same level of stress. Maybe if I went into a competitive league with some guys, I'd probably feel stressed out about it. But um, I don't feel stressed out about that game, and it's actually it's a lot of fun. In fact, they just launched a new hero called Wrecking Ball, and man... <laughs> He's so much fun. He's a little hamster, and he has a hamster ball that he can roll around in, and then he can turn it into, like, a tank and shoot guns and stuff, and it's, like, it's so adorable, and he makes these little squeaky sounds. But that's, like, that doesn't stress me out, right? It's it's fun. It's, um, it's I like the games where if I wanted to be super tuned in and I wanted to have that competitive feeling, I could do that. But then also I can just jump into a couple rounds, play play some, have some fun, jump out, be done, you know, whatever. So I do think in my life, Overwatch or a type of game like that really works for me. So that's kind of my, my take on a couple of things from competitive gaming. I just think we don't know exactly what being amped up that for a long amount of time is going to do to you. I think that if you can play a game like that and not get very, not get anxiety essentially, then I think you're probably fine. But from what I can tell, most people get that feeling and that's the point of it. And I, I worry about what that means for your health. So, and just remember if you're a little bit younger right now and you're playing those games, more power to you. But, just remember that most adults spend the majority of their time trying to get those feelings of anxiousness and anxiety down to a manageable level and to a point where some people have to get on medication for it. And you're chasing that. And I just hope that doesn't come back to bite you. I'm a big believer in freedom, so you do what you want, but I think you need to just think about it a little bit and maybe sometimes unplug from it and go do something productive or have some fun. Just have some fun. Don't worry about winning. Don't worry about the W. Don't worry about the dubs, as the kids say. Just have fun with something. That's what games are supposed to be to me. And yeah, you can have fun being competitive. I think that that's a possibility. Don't let it consume you. It's not everything. Definitely not. All right, that's my little spiel for the week. Um, And that's it for the first episode of Anchoritis. I hope you have enjoyed it. It's a lot different than what Anchoritis used to be. And I I think that you'll like it. I've already had a great time just sitting down and talking to myself in an empty room. Uh, Actually, it's not empty. There's a lot of stuff in here. 
a lot of cool stuff in here. You should check it out. Anyway, I am going to go. I hope you guys have a great week. I will be back probably sometime next week. I don't know when this episode will be posted. So I may even do some recording of an episode that doesn't get posted until a week out or something like I don't know. It's crazy. I can do whatever I want. Anyway, hope hope you have a great week. And I'll talk to you next time. Bye. Sorry, I hit the I keep hitting the mic stand. And that really causes a lot of vibration and that's not great. Um here we, okay. Okay. There I'm not gonna hit it. No, I just hit it.